This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Tarzan and Darno have followed Tom and Wolf to the audience chamber of the temple of Ma'at Chu. From the shadow of a great pillar, they watch as Wolf pries at the golden disc covering the father of diamonds. Abruptly, the lid opens. The vast room is filled with a glaring white light which renders the four men powerless to move or speak. Because of this unhuman power, Tarzan is unable to save Wolf from death at the hands of one of the guardian apes. The spell is broken when the German's body falls upon and covers the diamond and Tarzan kills the monster in defense of Darno. Tom, in trying to find his way back to their quarters, enters the apartment of Queen Tirah by mistake and agrees to act as her spy against his companions. Tarzan and Darno, giving up the search for Tom, return to their quarters when they find Magra gone. Thank heaven you been back, Tarzan. They took Magra. She been gone. They? Who? A bunch of those, uh, those hessy herrings. They work up. The room was full of them. Some of them held me. The others took Magra. Home and Wolf been gone, too. But could you not have used your gun? They took it away while they was asleep. They took all the rifles, everything. They busted a couple of their good-looking faces, but there was two men. Where did they take her? I don't know. I didn't understand their lingo. How long ago was this? Half an hour, maybe longer. I don't know. What are we going to do about it? Find her, of course. Now that we know how to open these doors, we can get out and search. Come on. Ah, Momo, Tarzan. 
What could we accomplish by running out there through those many corridors? Even if we found our way out into the open, where would we start to search? You're right, of course. We've got to get hold of our hero. Exactly. But we must wait for him to come to us. Remember, he said he would return. Hey, Lieutenant Painwright, Tarzan. He don't like it any more than you. But we would be caught and locked up in a yiffy. Hey, you see, mon ami, if Akiru refuses to tell us where Margaret is, we will force him to lead us to her. Yeah, sure. That ain't the idea. But they wonder why they took Tom and Wolf and not me. Wolf is dead, Larson. What? That tough Dutchman? How do you know? He was killed before our eyes. And this time Tarzan could not help him. Wolf? Dead? How, Lieutenant? He and Tom tried to get the diamond. One of the guardian apes got Wolf. And Tom? He got away. Where, we do not know. Wolf been right, then. He knew it was coming. He saw the face. What's that? Wolf knew what was coming. Saw what face? When we was brought to this place, you remember, Wolf was looking at something just before we came in the temple. Margaret said he looked like he was in a trance. Yes. Well... He told me he saw the skeleton head swinging toward him when the doors opened. He knew that fiery thing being a warning for him. The death mask, huh? Well, why didn't he tell us? Margaret, he didn't want to scare her. The door! Tarzan, the door! It is opening! Yes, I... It's Tom on the guard. You here, Tarzan, and you, Dano? I've been searching for you. After that terrible ape killed poor Wolf, You, uh, disappeared very suddenly. We know that, Tom. Arno and I tried to find you. How did you get back here under guard? While I was searching for you, I ran into those two guards. They brought me here. But I do not see Magra. Where is she? We'd like to know that ourselves. Larson says the Saharians took her while we were in the council chamber. Watching you and Wolf try to steal the diamond. But where did they take her? We do not know. We hope to find out when Akeru returns. Uh... If they harm that girl, I'll say... Yes, Tom. You fought. Uh, you are right. What can I do? But we must find her. Bring her back. You should have thought of that when you went out. It took Wolf his death. And a horrible death it was. Yes. Had we not gone after that accursed diamond... Exactly, Mon Monsieur Tom. But tell us, you can't open these doors, eh? How is that? The door? <laughs> Akeru was considerate enough to show me. Akeru? Oh, he did not know he was doing so. I observed where he stood and what he did. He placed his hand on a certain stone and the doors opened. Does that answer your question? We, mm, oui, I am satisfied. You thought we were asleep. I wasn't. I watched you. And I'm very glad that you did. Had you been asleep, I would very likely be with poor Wolf at this moment. Meanwhile... Through vast, dim corridors and up many flights of stone steps, worn black and smooth by the tread of countless numbers of sandaled, silent feet, Magra and her shadowy, Hesiherian guard have proceeded to a corridor high in the temple. Before a small copper door, they pause. The leader of the escort drops his hand upon a wall stone. The door swings slowly open. Before her, Magra beholds a room barbarically beautiful in furnishings. The Hesiherian steps aside, motions for the young woman to enter. Behind her, the door closes with soft, metallic clang. Margaret! Oh, thank heaven! Margaret! Helen! Oh, oh Helen! We were led to believe that you were not here. Oh, I'm so glad to see you, Margaret. Oh, tell me, it's Paul. There, there, my dear. Oh. Don't cry. We are all here. 
Lieutenant Daniel? Wolf Larsen and Atantum. Oh, I knew Paul would come. And Tarzan. But where are they? How is it that you are here? We are captives. Or at least it amounts to the same thing. We were brought here by a man named Hakeru. A hissy heron. Oh, yes, yes, I know, Hakeru. Go on. Tarzan looked for you for days when you vanished from your tent that night. We kept on going and found an ancient causeway. Oh, yes, I know. I scratched my name on the wall. We found it. Then we followed a road through the rocky country. Oh, I came over the same road. Oh, it seems a long time ago. You must have been in Asia before we entered the Tuinbaka region. Else Tarzan would have found you. You see, he did find a piece of your legging on a lake. I left it there, hoping someone would find it. Well, Tarzan did. Then we were captured by the hissy herons and brought here. But why are you here? Here in this room? I do not know. The king, Sutain, I think his name is. Had us placed in a chamber. Yes, and then what happened? We went to sleep. When I woke up, there were guards in the room. Tarzan, Dano, Tom, and Wolf were gone. The Hesiherians overpowered Larsen and brought me here. But the others? What happened to them? I do not know. Probably taken somewhere else, separated from each other. I do not know, Helen. But you, my dear, what has happened to you? When I went to our tent that night... I followed you almost immediately, but you were gone. Oh, I stepped into the tent. Something black and soft fell over my face. I guess I fainted. Anyway, when I came to, we were in that causeway. We spent the night there, where you found my name on the wall. They did not... Oh, no, they did not touch me after they put me in the litter. But how oh, their faces... Oh, they frightened me half to death. Those awful mouths, terrible. And then... Well, they brought me here. King Sutan had me placed in this room, in these clothes. I've not been treated badly, but... But I'm afraid. Terribly afraid. Afraid, Helen? Of what? Of Tira, the king. And the king, Sutan. Particularly the king. And your brother, Brian. Have you seen him? No. No, I don't know whether or not he's here. They... They the question, always. But if he is not here... Oh, wait. They evade the question with you as they did with us when we asked about you. He must be here, Helen. No, Margaret, I don't know. I don't know. At least you and I are together. And we know that the others will move heaven and earth to get out and find us. We must hope for that. I do not think these people mean us, you and I, any harm. Margaret, I am not so sure of that. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. I feel some impending evil hanging over me. I know that very often I am being watched, but I think I am alone here. Shh, be quiet. The door's opening. It, it's certain. And Hakiro. I, Sutan of the Hesihair, greet ye, young women. Art thou, Helen Gregory, not pleased at having thy companion with thee? Yes, I, I am very happy. And thou, Magra? Of course, Hatev Sutel. But uh, our friends, are we not to see them soon again? Yes. <laughs> and very soon. Is it not so, my Hakeru? But come, ye young women, with us. I, Sutel of the Hesse here, have something to show ye which mayhap will please ye. <laughs> Hakeru! Open now the doors and lead the way. Where are you taking us, Dr. Sutan? To a place ye will be interested in seeing, and the occupant. 
one of thy friends. Oh, who is it? <laughs> Fall down, oh, Tarzan, a tantum? Ye shall see. Here is the chamber. Open, Hakeru. Enter, Helen Gregory, and thou, Magra. Brian! Oh, thank God, I found you. I... Brian, don't you know me? It's Helen, your sister. Oh, Magra, Magra, why doesn't he speak? He's sitting in that chair, staring, staring. Magra, he... Oh, he's dead. Behold, my Ooh, yeah, tell you something right here, uh huh? It's the Loop Great subscription box, yeah, full of exclusive loop on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as large as 11 dollars per month, there's a box just about for all collectors in. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Our Share. Tarzan and his friends are being held in the city of Asher. Wolf, attempting to steal the father of diamonds, is killed by a prehistoric ape. Tarzan later kills the ape. When he and Dono return to their quarters, they learn from the sweet hunter Larson that Magra has been carried away. Tom, meanwhile, has talked with and agreed to become the ally of Tira, queen of the Hesse Air. Magra is taken to Atef Suten's palatial quarters in the great temple of Ma'at Shu, where she finds Helen Gregory a prisoner in a lavishly barbaric apartment. King Suten and Hakiru take the two young women to a secret chamber where they find Helen's brother, Brian, apparently dead. Margaret, do you hear me? Brian is 
Helen, dear, it will not help to act like this. No, I've controlled myself long enough. First father is killed back there in the jungle, and then I'm captured and kept prisoner here, and now, now I find my brother like this. Peace, Helen Gregory. I command thee. Oh, what does your command mean to me? Oh, I pray God you'll punish you for what you've done. I pray whatever God you worship you in this unspeakable place, I pray they curse you until your dying day. <laughs> oh, I pray they make your life as unhappy as you made mine. <laughs> oh, quick, Akeru. She has fainted. A moment. I shall bring water. Helen. Here, bathe her brow. There. There, Helen. No. You will feel better now. Oh, see, her eyes are opening. Oh, what happened? Oh, yes, I know. I'm sorry I fainted, Margaret. Both of ye be seated. What is thy will, Oatef? We shall make clear to the maid the cause for her brother's punishment. Alan Gregory, why came thy brother to the city of Asher? In the interest of scientific research. Had it been so, he would even now be free to come or go in our city, an honored guest. Nay, Brian Gregory lied to me. Oh, I don't believe that. It is true, Helen Gregory. Silence, Akeru! And thou, Helen Gregory, thy brother swore that he had no wish to possess the great diamond of the Hesse hair. Then, by a trick, he entered the great ceremonial chamber alone at night. The talking ape on guard sprang at him. Brian Gregory pointed a thumbstick. It spoke, and the guardian ape fell dead. But then he killed to save his own life. Hear me out! He lifted the diamond in its golden disc from the casket and made for the central doors. He was caught with the gem and brought back to the sacrificial altar. But he seems so... so lifelike. It is the punishment meted out to those who attempt to steal the father of diamonds should they escape its guardians. My brother, Helen Gregory, was forced to look into the blinding glare of the gem until he became as ye see him now. Oh, then he... he isn't dead. Nay. Yet he shall continue in this state of suspended animation until the end of time. Oh, I demand to release him from the spell or I'll... <laughs> oh. Thou wilt do what? Nay, it is impossible. And the matter resteth not alone with me, but with the Council of Thirteen as well. They, I know, will not consent to any lessening of Brian Gregory's punishment. Have you no idea what will happen to you when our friends find us? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> they shall find ye, unfortunately for them. But when they do, it will avail ye not, Magra, nor thee, Helen. What do you mean? Even now, the ceremonies are being planned for thy marriage with me. Thou art to be my queen of queens. Thou shalt sit at my right hand, and thy beauty shall be a fitting counterpart to the majesty and glory of myself, Atef Souten of the Seher. Oh, you beast. <laughs> you, why, you're a monster. I'd kill myself first. <laughs> Such fire, when tamed, maketh a royal mate, my Hakeru. And thou, Atan Hakeru, shalt have the black-eyed one. Thou shalt have Magrat. Hear me, Hakeru. Thy word, O Souten, is law. You have never seen Tarzan of the Apes in fighting mood, Atef Souten. No. Nor have I seen him in a laughing mood or a tearful mood. His moods interest me not, nor his professed great strength. I have spoken. It is finished. Tarzan has the strength of twenty lions, the speed of the leopard, the cunning of the serpent. Beware of his wrath, Souten. <laughs> and with all these he will still be helpless as a babe. 
when he meeteth the decree of the Council of Thirteen. Hath their fate been decreed by the Great Council, O Sutan? Aye, a punishment so terrible that they will pray for the release of death. Meanwhile, Tarzan, Dano, Tome, and Larsen continue their council of war. The Swede and Atan Tome lie sprawled upon a fur-covered bench. Dano paces up and down with short, quick steps. Tarzan leans against the wall, unperturbed and calm, his brow slightly wrinkled in serious thought. I tell you, Tarzan, the lieutenant's right. You know how to get through the doors. We all know you've been a friend of nothing. What? What we been going to do when we get out of this room? I can't tell you from here. I'll find something to do. Metarzan, I repeat, Akiro said he would return to us and think of Magra alone somewhere in the city. But to rush out there now is to strike blindly. Very well. If Akiro does not return within an hour or two, I'm going out to find Magra. And if Akiro will not speak, lead him to me. I know a method which will loosen his tongue. Quiet. Someone is coming. You don't know what he means, but he is pointing at you, Tarzan. Dono, you were told any idea what he wants. No more view but the two. I don't understand you, my friend. What do you want? I think I understand, Tarzan. Not the words, but his last word was Tira. He points to you and then toward the open doors. I believe he means for you to accompany him to an audience with the Queen. That's what I gather. Very well. I'll go. Hey, don't take you better. That Tiras is getting off a cold eye. Nevertheless, if I were Tarzan, I would accept the royal invitation. She may have something to offer which will be uh, helpful to us. Thomas raison, Tarzan. But I insist absolutely that I go with you. I'm going alone. This is my... Let the lieutenant go with you, Tarzan. Sometimes two heads been better than one. Right. Come on, Darno, let's go. So that's been that. And we must sit here and do nothing while Magra may be in peril of death or worse. Well, ain't no fellow to look for trouble, but Magra can only be in one of two places. And that is? Only two people could count her, the king and the queen. One of them's got her. I bet you. Yeah, you are right. And I sit here and talk. Maybe Magra been right in this building. Uh, sure. He never see two harder faces than that king and queen. Maybe they got murder and... Stop, and stop. You're driving me mad. You must do something. Do something. Do you understand? Yes, yeah, sure, but... Listen. Uh... I can open those doors. We shall follow Tarzan and Darno. Perhaps we may be able to help them. That's what I've been waiting for, Tom. I think I go with you. Come, then. Quietly now. There may be a guard in the corridor. Come. Wait, I think we had better close this door. It sure been dark here with those little blue lamps. Which way do we go? Through the ceremonial chamber. Those big doors at the end of the corridor. Go ahead. But I don't like this place for no good. I feel like plenty eyes was watching me all yeah, the time. It is a ghostly looking place, but do not let your imagination suggest things that do not exist, Larson. I ain't afraid of anything. I can see. But remember what the native said about this place. Uh, it's been taboo. Yeah. Just on that light-colored stone, it will open these doors into the ceremonial hall. Ah, come. We will make our way through from column to column. They will hide us from anyone watching. Maybe so. 
But it ain't only eyes looking at me now. I can hear things. Like a soft wind up in the trees. How about the doors? Leave them open. We may not have time to open them when we come back. Before we leave this hall, Larson, let me show you where they keep the father of diamonds. Yes, yeah, sure, but hurry up. This been no place for Lars Larson. Uh-huh. This way, through the center room. Ah, there. You see that white casket? That's where it been, eh? But there been no pillars out there. If anyone been here, they can see us easy. Well, there is no one here excepting the apes down in that pit. They don't want to see them without a gun. Larson. If we could get that casket open and get the golden disc with a diamond, I think we might take it with us, eh? And, uh, and, uh... And what? Carry that thing around while we've been looking for Tarzan and the lieutenant? Well, we might hide it and come back for it later. Eh, thought there been something about that stone that holds a fire who looks at it in some kind of a trance. We shall leave the diamond in the disc, take the entire thing. What do you say? Shall we try, eh? Here is the casket. Come, give me a hand with the lid. Well, all right. But let's hurry and get away from here. That pit there don't look good to me. Come, help me with this lid. Yeah, sure. Amen. Stop! Go! Feet! Look up there! Coming down from the dark ceiling. Straight for us! Bye, Buddha. The fiery mask of death. Look! It stops me now and hangs in the air. <laughs> been talking to us. Childish trick we didn't frighten or impress me. Hey, Jiminy. He upon whom the flaming face looketh shall pass into everlasting death before the fool of the moon. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Forbidden city of Asher, Wolf is killed by a prehistoric ape guarding the father of diamonds. Magra is spirited away to King Suten's quarters where she finds Helen Gregory. Both young women are taken by the king and his favorite, Hakeru, to the chamber of Brian Gregory, who is held in a helpless state of suspended animation. King Suten informs Helen that she is to become queen in place of Kira, and he offers Magra to Hakeru. 
When Tarzan and Darno leave their quarters under guard for a conference with Tira, Tom and Larson decide to follow them. In the great ceremonial hall, Tom's greed leads him to make a second attempt to remove the diamond. With the huge golden disc half out of the white marble casket, Larson suddenly looks up. His eyes become fixed, staring, his face white with fear. He stands spellbound with a cold, stark horror. High above him in the dim, vaulted ceiling of the temple of Mahachu hangs the gruesome, hideous, flaming mask of death. It, it been talking to us, Tom. Uh, this childish trickery does not impress me, nor does it frighten me. What it says, it it must have understood you. All right, Larson, control yourself. The thing is retreating now. You see, it is fading, melting into the shadows. It is gone. Oh, thank the Lord for that. I tell you, Tom, it, it talked English. Yes, a most surprising thing, a rather strange performance. You call it performance, huh? Well, next time you can have my seat. It is a trick, Larson. It must be a matter of elementary levitation, which probably means nothing to you. So forget it. If I only could. You remember how Wolf saw it when we first came into the temple? How he was hypnotized by it. And what happened to him? I feel just the same like him now. It told me no good for me, Tom, or for you. A man of your jungle experience, Larsen, should discredit such trickery. It is based on superstition. You have seen enough of that among the natives. However, when my mind is once made up, nothing can change it. I'm going to get that diamond now. My goodness, man, you've been crazy. No, sir, not for this feed. They have got enough. Yeah, but it is worth millions, last. Yeah, sure. And what good will that do me if he ain't been alive to spend it? No, I think I go now. They don't want to see that face again. And they don't like that pit full of apes. Have I not told you that Tarzan killed that monster? If there are others... Well, we must chance that. Yeah, sure. Then you go ahead and get it. It's been easy now. We had it halfway out already. Hey, watch you. You are a child, Larson. The riches of this world come only to him who is bold enough to take them. This gem will purchase an empire. Here, come and help me. Quickly. It will be... Oh. What made that? A funny talking. Another one of those eight brutes. Come, Larson, quick, run! Meanwhile, Tarzan and Darno have followed the two silent, white-clad Hesseherian guards down a long, dimly-lit passage. They halt before a pair of richly embossed bronze doors. Did you see which stone the guard pressed, Tarzan? Yes. Careful now. Let the queen do the talking until we know what she wants. As the bronze doors swing wide, the ape-man and Darno see before them a spacious apartment furnished in true barbaric magnificence. The little blue-flamed wall lamps are legion in number and flood the room with a soft brilliance. At the far end of the chamber is a grotesquely carved bench of black marble covered with soft skins and furs. Tira, daughter of the sun and queen of the hesse hair, reclines among the furs. Her throat, arms, and ankles are covered with jewel-bedecked ornaments of beaten gold. A cold smile mantles her haughty face as she watches Tarzan and Dano approach. Come ye two from the outer world. Stand for me. Tira, 
daughter of the sun and queen of the happy hair. Stop. And why, Tarzan of the Apes, hast thou brought this man with thee? He is my friend. Whatever you have to say to me, speak frankly. As ye wish. But I warn ye, if either thou or thy friend, Tarzan of the Apes, think to trick me, it were better that thou'dst never be born. Your threats are meaningless, dear Lord. Why did you send for me? Thy words are blunt. Direct. Good. I shall speak in like manner. Thou canst serve me. How? What do you want me to do? After the guardian ape killed the wolf, he turned on thee. How do you know that? <laughs> My spies are everywhere, Tarzan of the Apes. Remember that. They told me that thou didst fight and kill a great talking ape. Never before hath such a thing been done. I wouldn't have harmed the strange Mangani if he had not charged Darno. Thou hast done what no one else could do. And this is my wish, that thou shalt do it even again. Tarzan never kills wantonly, O daughter of the sun, only in self-defense. Then this time he will kill not alone to defend himself, but in defense of all the strangers who are with him. What's that? Aye, and if thou and thy friends remain in a share, thy days of life be numbered. Thou wouldst leave this city? Well? Then bring me the father of diamonds. I am not interested in the diamond. Thou art mistaken, Tarzan of the Apes. Thou hast great interest in the gem. Artefsu Ten and his council of thirteen possess it now. And they are all powerful. I can do not for thee. But the talisman in my possession, I shall become ruler here. Epuif, you are saying, O Tira, that you wish this jewel merely so that you may set us free? Nay, Paul Darno, that is but a small matter. Suten is an evil man, a harsh ruler, a tyrant. A diamond is mine. A new day of freedom and happiness will dawn for the children of Hesse Harrier. We, I understand. As soon as the stone is brought to me, I shall set thee and thine beyond the walls of Tuen Baca, free to go where ye will. Dost thou agree, O Tarzan? Before I consider your proposition, you must tell me definitely. Is Helen Gregory an artair? Is her brother here? The Artef Suten doth many things, Tarzan of the Apes, of which I know not. If thou place the gem in my hands, I will know. I will know all. Ask about Margaret, Tarzan. Yes. Have these spies of yours told you that Margaret, the woman who was with us when we stood before you in the ceremonial hall, has also vanished? The black-eyed maid? She has... Disappeared. Yes. They took her from our quarters when I was not there. Where is she? If I get the diamond, she goes free also. So, Sutan so hath taken this maid. Bring me the father of diamonds and I shall let you all go. Be careful, Tarzan. I do not trust her. Don't worry. I know what I'm doing. It's a bargain, Tira. I'll bring you the diamond in return for which you will release my friend. Thou dost not speak for thyself, Tarzan of the Apes. I'm not worried about myself. If it were not for those who are with me, I should have been free long ago. Brave words, O Tarzan. And since thy killing of the guardian ape, I can almost believe thee. But have I your word, Tira, that you will keep your part of the bargain? Once Tira's word is given, however... Bring me the father of diamonds and you shall see. Go now. I await thy return with the talisman. Back in the great ceremonial hall, the fierce guttural jabbering of the guardian apes sends Tom and Larson running at top speed into the first corridor they find. Are they following us, Tom? No. We are safe, I hope. I told you not to monkey with that diamond again. I don't know which one was. The fiery mask or for those yelling apes. We are out of it for the time being. But I am going to have that gem. Stop. Listen. 
someone been coming. And they got no gun. No place to hide. Last night we have to fight. Here, back against the wall. We shall do the best we can. Maitre Zanzo, you see, I tell you that woman cannot be trusted. Hey, Lieutenant, Sergeant, why have we been looking for you? Woman lost today. What are you two doing here? We followed you, thinking you might need us. Have you seen Tira? Yes, I accepted her proposition. Ah, so she did make you a proposition. If I bring her the diamond, she will set us all free. By Jiminy, that being good news. But wait, Lassen. She does not know anything about Elaine or Magra. At least, so she says. But I am convinced that she is lying. She does not know where Magra is. Magra's capture or abduction seems to have been a surprise to her. But don't worry. We won't leave without Magra or Helen if she is here. You two should not have left our quarters. We've had enough disappearances. My fault, Tarzan. I made one more attempt to get the diamond. Yeah, sure. And that same face of fire came down from the ceiling and told us... That we would be dead before the next full moon. A clever piece of levitation, Darno. Well done, I admit, but nothing to fear. When it disappeared, I tried once more to lift the golden disc from the casket. When one of the apes... Yeah, had... one of those talking apes began yapping, an ape again running. <laughs> and I believe I led the race from the chamber. <laughs> well, uh, and here we are. We're going back there and get that diamond. Then we'll all go to Tira with it. Maybe you, Ben Gorn, but not this fleet. One strange planet. Do not be foolish, Lasson. I will fetch an hundred wild apes with Tarzan. Come on, we're wasting time. As the four men approach the center of the vast ceremonial hall, Tarzan motions the others to remain in the shadow of one of the great stone columns. Then, noiseless as a stalking leopard, he draws near the white marble casket. He raises the heavy carved lid, leans over to lift out the great golden disc. As he does so, not one but two of the great prehistoric killers primates, gasping wildly, leap from the pit and charge straight for Tarzan! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Tarzan and his friends are in Archer, the Forbidden City. In the great pyramidal temple of Ma'achu, where Wolf had been killed, Helen Gregory and Magra are held by King Suten. To Tormund Larsen in the ceremonial hall appears the hideous flaming mask of death. It speaks English, prophesying their death before the next full moon. 
Tira, Queen of the Hesse Hair, offers Tarzan and his friends their freedom if the ape-man will bring to her the father of diamonds. Tarzan agrees, and as he and Arnold leave Queen's chamber, they meet Tom and Larson running from the hoarse-voiced threat of a guardian ape. The three men follow Tarzan back to the ceremonial hall. The ape-man approaches the white casket, raises the lid. He reaches down to lift out the golden disc. As he does so, not one but two of the prehistoric monsters leap from the depths of the pit and shoulder to shoulder charge directly for him. With crooked fangs bared, wicked red eyes gleaming with rage, they shriek their blood-curdling challenge. You cannot fight them both. They were your all so quickly that the eyes of the three men who are watching can scarcely follow his movements, Tarzan slips the brass rope from his shoulders. The running noose swirls up and over the ape man's head. Snake like it twists and twirls in rhythm with a steely wrist which controls it. What ain't he going to do? Watch, Lawson, watch. The two great brutes, sure of their prey, leap forward. With the speed of light, Tarzan's rope crashes through the air. It hovers for the fraction of a second above the heads of the advancing monsters in the wide noose. Swiftly it drops down to encircle the huge hairy shoulders. With a quick jerk of his arm, Tarzan tightens the rope. Tarzan leaps behind the great pillar. As the brutes crash into it, he circles pillar and ape, smashing the two helpless monsters securely to the stone column. Look, Arno, quick! Look down there and see if there are any more ape. I don't do, Tarzan. I shall look. No, I can see no one. There's no hurry. Right. I got the diamond. Come on, Tom. Get your arms, Ruth. Step in right behind you, Tom. Meanwhile, Helen and Magra, in their barbarically splendid quarters, discuss their hopeless situation. You must not antagonize the king, Helen. He is all-powerful, and we must be diplomatic with him. You're probably right, Magra, but I simply can't do it. Think of Brian, worse than dead. And what have they done to Paul, Tarzan, and the others? Right now, they may be suffering torture. I know, dear. But to antagonize the king openly only makes matters worse for us. We must do everything, anything, to gain time, to put off this double marriage as long as possible. Tarzan will find some way of saving us, I am sure. Oh, I hope so. But do you think Hakiru can... I have faith in Hakiru. I do not believe he has forgotten that Tarzan saved his life. But Helen, he does not dare dispute the word or will of the king, at least openly. No, no, of course not. Oh, if I only knew that Paul and Tarzan were trying to help us... The door is opening. We greet ye, Helen, Gregory, and Magra. I tell thee, Hakeru, the beauty of these two maidens is such as hath never been seen in Hake. Thou speakest truly, O Atif. To what do we owe the pleasure of this visit, Your Majesty? <laughs> we come to tell ye that the day is not far distant when ye shall become the brides of two of Hesiharia's noblest sons. If you only knew how much I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Hate is akin to love, Helen Gregory. They lie but a hair's breadth apart. Soon I shall teach thee the difference, my beautiful queen, to be. Do you mean that the day is set, Atif? Even so. I, Atif of the Hesse Hair, have decreed that the ceremony shall take place at the annual unveiling and elevation of the Father of Diamonds. When we stood before you in the great hall, there was a woman beside you. Was she not the queen? Aye, and she still is, but not for long. Why, what do you mean? On the day thou and I are wed, 
Tira shall no longer be queen. But Suten, Artef, it is against all the laws of the Hesse Harrier. Silence! I am Hesse Harrier. But now, Helen Gregory, I am come to discuss thy wedding gift. What shall it be? From you, I want nothing. But, oh, King Suten, if there's any kindness or decency in you at all, please... Please break the spell that holds my brother, Brian. Hmm. It may be done. Oh, I thank you. I... If thou comest willingly to share the throne with me. Oh. Hast thou no wish, Magra? I ask only that you sit free before men who came here with me. The fate of the stranger within the gates of Asher lieth not wholly in my hands. There be the council of thirteen. And what do they say? <laughs> Their decree shall be made known to ye and to thy friends at the unveiling of the Father of Diamonds. Didst know that the man called Wolf hath already met his death? Wolf dead? We did not know. How was he? At the hands of the guardian apes, because he attempted to steal the great diamond. But come, Hakeru, the council awaits. We must complete the details for the punishment of Tarzan of the Apes. Be not afraid, ye women of the outer world. I have not forgotten that I owe my life to Tarzan. I come, O King of Kings. Back in the corridor leading to Dira's quarters, Tarzan, clutching the heavy gold disc, races along ahead of his three companions. Breathlessly, they arrive at the copper doors. Tarzan indicates a stone, lighter in color than the rest. That one, Dono. Quick. We used to say. In. Hurry. Close the door, Tom. Tarzan of the Apes? The father of diamonds? Yes, here it is. Place it here at my feet. And now, I, Gerard, mistress of the Hesse Hair, the Council of Thirteen, shall henceforth obey my behest. That's all right, Gerard. I know all about what this diamond does for you. But what about your promise to me? Gerard, doth not forget, O Tarzan. But first, the sacred gem must be cared for. Aria, not gone! Ay, ye, Tom. Look at those flowers. Where did they come from? It been like... Like... Like magic, eh, Larson? Of a truth, Monsieur Tom, they did appear to materialize from... from nowhere. <laughs> and yet it takes three of them to lift the disc which Tarzan carried alone. They've been taking it behind the queen's chair into another room. Half hidden by Larson's broad back, Tom's covetous eyes follow the progress of the golden disc. Presently, the white-clad figures vanish as silently as they appeared to a door at the far end of the spacious chamber, and Tira faces the four men. I am in thy debt, Tarzan of the Apes. A few days, and I alone shall reign supreme in our share. Thy wish shall then be granted. A few days, O daughter of the sun. Oh, I dare not show my conquest till the unveiling of the father of Dan. Ah, that will be a sweet revenge upon Sutan and his council. They will open the casket... And find not. <laughs> and now, what about Helen Gregory? Having the diamond, you should know if she is here. Is that right? Oh, not until I have gazed into its depths through the blue veil, which I may not do until the time of the unveiling. I will then know where to look for the woman. Hmm. And what about Margaret? I have learned that she is even now not far from here, in the quarters of the Archef Suten. But she too must wait. No, Tira. There'll be no more waiting. We'll get her now. 
Where is she? But she dare not enter there. So tell I beg of you, Tira. Tell me where I may find Madra. Well, if ye will go, see ye yonder small door with a symbol of a savage face? What of it? It openeth into a secret passage, which leadeth directly to the chamber where Magra now is imprisoned. Then open it, that we may go to that chamber. Very well. But remember, if aught happeneth to ye, Tira is not to blame. Open the door. As ye wish. Come on, Darlow. Tom, Larson. As the three men approach the open panel, Tira smiles wickedly. She turns and walks quickly to the room where the father of diamonds now lies. Behind her, Atan Tom cautiously, silently follows. The queen touches a block of stone. It swings aside. Behind it, Tom glimpses the golden disc. He smiles grimly, darts quickly behind the great stone seat, then swiftly to the open panel through which his companions have vanished. Behind him, the door softly clanks shut. In the dark, gloomy passageway, Tarzan, Darno, and Larson hurry forward. If you do not hurry, Tom, you will be left behind... Tom! Tarzan! Atan Tom is not with us. He must have remained behind. You'll have to look out for himself then. We'll probably find all we can take care of ahead of us. Hurry up, Larson. Hey, been coming. Hey! Look at the roof in front of you, Tarzan! It's been caving in! Stand still! Both of you! As the three men pause, a massive hinged block of stone swings down from the roof of the passageway before them. An insistent hissing sound becomes audible. Goes louder! Louder! Suddenly, down through the opening in the ceiling, four roaring yellow clouds of live steam. In an instant, the savage way of the seething, boiling clouds of death. Get this and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash silverageheroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station, for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior! Thank you for tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. I'm your host, Christian Phoenix. Now, growing up as a comic book fan of the 80s and 90s, I've always been fascinated with how storytellers translated these iconic heroes from the page to film, television, and radio. Long before we got the big-budget CGI epics we enjoy today, children gathered around their radios to hear their favorite do-gooders come to life with little more than their imaginations and these broadcasts from a time long forgotten. I invite you to gather around your radio for this presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher.
Tarzan and the Diamond Usher. the great temple of Ma'achu in the forbidden city of Asher, Tarzan secures the golden disc containing the father of diamonds, and with Tom, Darno, and Larson, carries it to Tira, queen of the Hesse hair. Tira has agreed to free the ape man and his friends in exchange for the huge talisman. Tarzan and Tom demand to be shown the secret passage leading to the quarters of King Suten, where Magra is held. Tom remains behind long enough to learn where Tira conceals the golden disc. In the secret passageway, a hinged block of stone swings down to the ceiling, blocking the progress of Tarzan, Darno, and Larson. Roaring and hissing, great clouds of live yellow steam pour into the narrow tunnel from the opening. It, it is steam. Khalil, it will strangle us. It means steam, all right. But it, it tastes just like sulfur. It is sulfur. Oh, le bon Dieu. It will burn as well as suffocate us. On the floor, Dino. Larson, get down. Where you been going? I'm going to try to shut off that steam. Oh, mon Dieu. This is terrible. My lungs are bursting. Stay close to the floor. This stone is hinged. If I get it back in place. Tarzan crawls along the tunnel floor to the great hanging stone. The steam clouds envelop him as in a thick yellow mist veil. The sulfur fumes burn and sear his throat and lungs as he crouches low under the granite trap. His mighty shoulders press upward against the slab. His bare feet grip the floor. The muscles of his powerful legs bulge and crawl as he rises slowly, steadily, lifting the great stone upward. Higher! Higher! Arms like columns of wet, glistening bronze reach up. Great hands with fingers splayed wide press against the huge slab, forcing it upward. For the last tremendous effort, Tarzan's body stiffens. A muffled clang, and the massive granite trap is closed. The suffocating sulfur clouds shut off. <coughs> the steam is shut off. Tarzan did it. Stay close to the floor. Until the passage clear. The steam is rolling back the way we came. Lifting. And that woman, Tira, must have done it. I told you, she is not to be trusted. Too late to worry about that. Are you two all right? We... We, but my lungs feel as if they were on fire. Yeah, mine too. But the steam in gradually thinning out. <coughs> it's been dropped somewhere through the roof. Yes. The passage must have ventilation. Grasso, bon Dieu, for that. 
I've about given up ever seeing daylight again. <coughs> Those little blue lamps. Funny it steamed in for them out. They probably burned some sort of natural gas. Though where it comes from or what it is, I do not know. Are you ready to go on? Sulfur fumes seem pretty well gone. Hey, been ready. Oui, oui, mon ami. Mais mon Dieu, Tarzan, your hands and shoulders, they are like, like raw meat that live steam. No, it's nothing. Come on. Careful here. The passage goes up steep. Stairs are cut right into the floor. What is there ahead of you, Tarzan? A door. Bronze, way up there. Did you see what he did, Lieutenant? He bent lift that stone trap up on his shoulders. I could not see well some through the steam clouds, but he pushed the stone back in place and scalded his hands and back terriblement while doing it. Hey, ye, if it ain't pain for him, we've been boiled like a couple of shellfish. How does he do it, Lieutenant? He never sees such a flower before. Nor will you ever see another like him, mon ami. Tarzan is... Oh, Lord, he is Tarzan. Yeah, sure. You two coming? We're near the top of these steps. The bronze door is at the end of the passage on a small landing. Then we shall be out of this death trap in a few moments. I only hope that I may yet have the opportunity to speak a few words with that queen. I knew all the time she'd been having a surprise up her sleeve for us. That woman has got a bad eye. Here we are. The only door in the passageway and along the stairs, other than the one we came through. It must be the one Tiramat. You sure would like to see what's been on the other side before we open it. Tarzan. Tarzan. Can you find the stone which opens it? Yes, I think so. This one, probably. It's a shade lighter in color than the other wall stones. Then we go in. Yes, Pop. Listen. What? I don't hear a thing. Quiet. Someone's moving up those stairs toward us. Meanwhile, Helen and Margaret, in their quarters in the upper part of the temple, are trying to hit upon some plan which will postpone the evil day of the double marriage ceremony. Oh, Margaret, how can you be so calm with this off marriage hanging over your head? I can't even bear to think about it. What can we do, Helen? Only wait and hope. There is only one way out for us. Tarzan. Oh, yes. The hope that he and Paul are trying to find us and will... In time to save us from... from that. Oh, it's a mighty slim hope, Margaret. If we only knew where they were. Yes, if we only knew. And the queen, his wife. The way he said she would not be his wife for long. Oh, the look in his eyes. Shh, be quiet. Oh, it's that... that beast, Sudan. No, no, it is Hakiru. Quietly, Margaret. Were it known that I am here, my life would be forfeit. Keep thy voices low. I may stay only a moment. What is it, Akiru? It is of Tarzan I am come to speak. His punishment hath been decreed by the Council of Thirteen. It falleth on the day of the unveiling of the Father of Diamond. What... what is his punishment to be? I know not yet. But I, who owe my life to the mighty Tarzan, have not abandoned hope that I may yet save him from the jealous wrath of Satan. And Paul Darno, Tome, Larson. Them I know not, unless it be that they shall become slaves in the deep mines. I can do much for them now. Perhaps later. Oh, but where are they, Hakeru? In the chamber where they were all placed at the order of Suten. And if I... If I agree to this marriage with your king, will Brian be released from that terrible spell? Nay, Helen Gregory. 
Souten himself would release him, were it not for the Council of Thirteen. But Souten may not stand against their decree. Thy brother is doomed to everlasting sleep. Then I'll kill myself before I permit that savage to touch me. Keep thy voice down, woman. There is a way to release thy brother from the spell of the Father of Diamonds. Listen closely. I shall tell thee how it may be done. Back in the secret passage at the head of the stone stairway, Tarzan, Darno, and Larson stand motionless, tensely awaiting the approach of the person whose cautious footfalls they hear advancing up the stairs toward them. The footsteps, careful, slow, continue to approach. They come nearer. Nearer. Tarzan throws a quick glance over his shoulder at Darno and Larson. They stand grimly alert, ready. As the stalker reaches the head of the stairway and pauses, Tarzan draws a deep, slow breath, steps swiftly, noiselessly out of the shadow of a projection in the wall. Tarzan, man, you gave me a fright. Hey, ye, it ain't home. What kept you at home? We missed you back there shortly after we left you raw. Uh, my business in Asher, Tarzan, is to get the father of diamonds. <laughs> I could not leave Kira's quarters without it, or... Uh, at least until I knew where it had been concealed. So that is where you were, eh? Mejditom, you are persistent. <laughs> and I suppose the lovely Tira informed you where she had secreted the gem. <laughs> she did better, my friend. She showed me its hiding place. And there are no hideous prehistoric monsters guarding it now. You've been <laughs> a lucky fellow, Tom. Lucky? How so, Larson? First thing, back there to find out what Tira did with the diamond. You missed being almost strangled to death in the tunnel. If it wasn't for Tarzan... We would not be here now. They turned the cloud of sulfur steam into the passage. Yeah, so that is where the odor of sulfur comes from. I was wondering... We're wasting time here. I'm going to open this door. We don't know what we'll walk into, but we've got to take the chance. Are you ready? We, Tarzan, just we pray. I can't be any more ready than I've been now, Tarzan. Open the door. I am ready. No, no, no. Look, the queen did tell the truth. Tarzan! Oh, Tarzan! Oh, Paul! Oh, I knew you'd tell oh. him. my dear, have your eyes only for Tarzan? Atantom is also here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sure, and Lars Larson. I am sorry, Atan. I saw only Tarzan as he came to the door. The surprise of seeing I him. I understand, Madra. Oh, it is so wonderful. All together again. Yeah, sure. All but Wolf. Poor Wolf. The king told me. We have been frantic, Atan, hoping and praying that you would come to us. And and we found Brian. Brother is here, then? Alive, Helen. Oh, alive, but he is helpless, Atan, in a state of suspended animation. Where is he? On this corridor, just a few steps from this chamber. We were taken to him by the king and the king. Show me that, Helen. I'll bring him here. It is too late, Tarzan. Here they come. That's the Aryan guard. Barbara, Helen, get out behind that stone bench. Home, last of Darno, back to the wall here. Behold, my precious. Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, uh huh? The Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! With an exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month! 
Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Browsers! With crates starting as large as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. attempting to steal the Father of Diamonds from the ceremonial hall of the Temple of Ha'achu, Tom and Larson see the fiery mast suspended above them and hear it prophesy their death. In fleeing from the guardian apes, they run into Tarzan and Darno, who are returning from a conference with Tira, Queen of the Hesse Hair. Magra and Helen are taken to a secret chamber in the temple where they find Brian Gregory in a helpless state of suspended animation. Later, Su Ten, King of Hesse Hair, informs Helen that she is to be the next queen of Akhair while Magra is to become the wife of Hakeru. Tarzan and his companions get the Father of Diamonds and return with it to Queen Tirah, who sets them on their way through a secret passage to the room in which Helen and Magra are held. In this chamber, the four men, Magra and Helen, are surprised by the arrival of the Hesiharian guards. Here they come, the Hesiharians! Magra, Helen, behind that stone bench! Tom, Dono, Larson, here to the wall! Look out for those swords! Hey, ye, they've been wearing armor and chains! Like a swarm of angry hornets, the Hesiharians crowd into the chamber. In an instant, the room is filled with fighting, struggling men. Closely packed, they are unable to use their bronze swords and walk off. Tarzan grabs the foremost Hesiharian, lifts him high above his head, crashes him into the faces of his followers. They topple like straw before the storm, only to return an added number to swarm over the eight man and his companions like ants. Margaret and Helen, protected by the stone seat, watch in terrified silence. They do not see several Hesiharians creeping along the wall on the outer fringe of the battle toward them until... <laughs> 
is covered by a crowd of struggling, pawing men. Larson, nearest of the fort, Helen and Margaret, turned at the stream. With a bell of rage, he leaped over the stone bench, pulled on the back of the foremost Henry Harriet. Tarzan, like an angered bull, pulled off a clutching hand of his attacker. Over his shoulder, he sees the guard behind Larson lift his bronze sword. Now, Larson, behind you. Larson tried to turn and throw himself aside. Too late. The heavy bronze sword plunges to the hilt in the loyal Swede's back. With a choking cry, Larson staggers forward, drops to hands and knees, slumps down at the feet of Helen Gregory. Dead. Come, Kappa! Cease this fighting! Hakeru! In with thy men! Come, Waki Vasco! Let the strangers arise! What is the meaning of this? How come ye here? Tarzan of the Apes. We came for Mogra and Helen. What else would bring us here? And how came ye to this chamber? Uh, from the ceremonial chamber, Sutenatev. We came across a corridor and stairs which led us to this room. And did you know the women were here? Uh, not until we entered that door through which your majesty has just come. No, Larson, no. Why are the women unhappy? Why do they weep? Because your men killed one of our friends, Lazon. There be none to weep for those of mine ye killed or maimed. And they be many. Thy friend shall be given burial fitting to a soldier. Thou, Hakiru, see to that. Thy word, O Suten, is law. And ye others shall be placed where ye can do no further harm. The women, do they go with us? <laughs> Think ye so? Nay. They remain here. Hakiru, place the men in the chamber of Nanot. Home. Dono. We're not leaving without Helen and Margaret. Wait, Tarzan. Hakeru has just made me a sign. Wait, I say. Go, Hakeru. Take these men under strong guard. Hearing is obeying, O king. Come quietly, O Tarzan. It is better so. Know ye, young women, the wedding ceremony taketh place with the rising of the next sun. Now but a short space of time hence. Slaves shall be sent to do thy bidding and to prepare ye. No, you... Peace! You're... Hold thy tongue. I go now to make ready for our wedding. Meanwhile, Tarzan, Dano, and Tom are being led by Hakeru and a strong guard to a dark cavern-like dungeon far beneath the temple of Ma'achu. I'd rather fight than be led like a dog on a leash, Dano. No way, Tarzan. Wow, see... And had it not been for Akiru, I should have agreed with you up there in that room. But Akiru made me a very peculiar sign. Abu. Shemet Setu. Here is thy chamber, O Tarzan. It is the chamber of Minot. Death. I like not to place thee here. I obey the king. The door may not be opened from within. Yet there is a way out. I may not speak too long. There may be spies among my men. I shall return alone and show thee. Where does it lead? To death. For any other than thee. Enter and wait my return. Alors, mes amis, we are here. Nous sommes ici. Don't know, but this is a dark, dark hole. Ah, I care that this door could not be opened from within. But there must be a stone. I'm afraid you won't find it, Tom. Akira would have no object in lying to me. Uh, you are right, of course. I merely wish to satisfy myself. However, did I not hear him tell you there is another way out? Yes, but he hadn't time to explain. A 
afraid of spies among his men. But, but Tarzan, they could not have understood what he said. That uh, they might become suspicious if he carried on a lengthy conversation with Tarzan. Exactly what he feared, Tom. He said he would come back and show us the way. Uh, providing his master, the king, has not become doubtful of his loyalty and uh, given him other duties. Mais pourquoi, why do you say that? Did you not notice how closely Suten regarded him when Hakeru told Tarzan it would be better that we followed him quietly? Uh, the look of misgiving was quite apparent to me. I... I think you're right, Tom. I felt something like that when we went out. Bien. We shall do without Monsieur Hakeru. If there is another door here, we shall find it. Uh, strike another match, Tom. It is as black as pitch in here. Tom. You and Dino follow the wall that way. I'll go this way. We ought to meet opposite the door. If you find anything, call out. Uh, watch out for open pits in the floor. It seems that our apartment is round or oval, but the wall curves. Dino, Tom, come over here. What do you make of this? What have you found, Munani? I don't know. This stone seems to be about opposite the door. It projects outward like a smooth round boulder. What do you suppose it's here for? Uh, wait a moment. Hmm. Strange. It has a high polish. Very smooth to the touch. Uh, it is swinging back into the wall. Probably the other opening Hakeru mentioned. Get down here, Tarzan, and look inside. It seems to be the opening to a low, almost round tunnel. Meanwhile, several slave women are preparing Helen and Magra for the coming ceremony. They are bathed and anointed with strange-scented oils, clothed in the short, white, sleeveless tunics worn by the Hesiharian women. Jewel-studded bands of beaten gold are fastened about their throats, arms, and ankles. Soft leather sandals cover their feet and are held in place by narrow, jeweled straps. Well, if it weren't for the thought of what's before me, Magra... I could almost admire myself in this, uh, this costume. There is not enough of it to call costume. If it were not for these heavy gold ornaments, I should be afraid of... of... catching cold. Well, I hope they leave us a blanket or two. Oh, I wish they... I wish I only knew what they'd done with Paul and Tarzan. Yes. Tarzan is so brave, so strong. They cannot hold him or harm him. Yes, they did to poor Larson. Oh, Larson. Oh, it was terrible. Can't even bear to think about it. I'd rather it had been me. Oh, the horrible thought of spending the rest of my life with that savage. Slaves have taken word to Suten that ye are prepared for the ceremony of Kashu, marriage. I am come, Helen Gregory and Magra, to escort ye to the audience chamber. The king and his council of thirteen await ye there. Oh, Hakeru, can't you do something to, to stop this? Oh, would that I could, Helen Gregory. But the new day hath come. It is the day of the unveiling of the father of diamonds. The day of thy marriage to Suten. Come, we may tarry no longer. And Tarzan, Poldano, Atantone? They cannot help ye. Come. It is written. And what is written will be. In the chamber of death, far beneath the temple of Ma'achu, Tarzan, Dano, and Tome crouch before the round black opening which the moving stone has disclosed. I'll go first, Arno. You follow. Tome. You bring up the rear and stay close together. 
Akeros, that we might run into something unpleasant. Come on. If anything, it is blacker than this cavern. Our mon ami, lead the way. We shall follow. Come. I am coming. What is that? The stone has rolled back into place behind me. We must go on. Sacre-Tarzan, did you hear that? What was it? I don't know. We'll find out soon enough, though. It seems to be getting a little lighter, Tarzan. Yes, we're coming to the end. And the tunnel is widening into a lighted chamber. Tunnel depressed! Look! There! In that room! Monsieur Tarzan, it is! It is a saber-toothed tiger! You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. Tarzan has delivered the father of diamonds into the hands of Tira, queen of the Hesse hair. Tira shows him the secret passage leading to King Sudan's quarters where Tarzan, Darno, Tom, and Larson find Helen and Margra and are surprised by an overwhelming number of armed Hesseherian guards. Larson, the loyal Swede, is killed while defending Helen and Margra. The Otep Sudan arrives and orders the three men confined to the chamber of Menot, the chamber of death. Because of Hakeru's promised help, Tarzan quietly submits. Helen and Margra are dressed in white tunics and covered with magnificent jewel-studded gold ornaments by Hesseherian slave women. They are led to the ceremonial hall where the double marriage is to be solemnized. In the underground chamber of death, Tarzan discovers a stone which pivots, disclosing a pitch-black opening. On hands and knees, Tom and Darno follow Tarzan into the tunnel. There comes to them the distant warning roar of an animal. Cautiously they proceed to emerge abruptly into a lighted pit-like chamber. Monsieur Tarzan, look! That beast! What is it? A saber-toothed tiger! Hurry on, Tarzan! Look out! It is going to charge! Freedom! Freedom! Look out, Tarzan! Those beasts! They are like daggers! As Darno shouts, Tarzan springs to one side. The great cat misses its prey. The brief second it takes to turn and face Tarzan is a fraction of an instant too long. With one bound, the ape man lands a strike the tawny back. In his hand, the knife, flashing like a blue snake, buries itself deep in the knife's shoulder. 
The brute catapults itself in his human burden high in the air. Like a band of steel, Tarzan's left arm encircles the beast's throat, and it drops back to the floor, coughing hoarsely and blowing at the empty air with great talent paws. The knife finds its mark again and again in the strange creature's heart. The ape man throws himself clear. As Darno and Tome stare wide-eyed, the fierce prehistoric animal staggers, stumbles, falls to the stone floor, dead. Mon Dieu, Tarzan, I thought for once you had found something too big, too strong, even for you. He was strong. Stronger than any animal I've ever fought. What did you call him, Tom? A saber-toothed tiger. Almost as ancient a beast as the Tyrannosaur we met at the cave. Mm. Uh, but now that he is dead, we must find a way out of here. Yes. And over there is a bronze door. Come on. The light-colored stone there. Press it, Tom. Ready, Darno, for whatever may be behind this door. Mighty! A lighted corridor and no thing in sight. Those steps at the far end. That's out of the solid rock. Come on. Nay, I do not think that they ascend high enough to bring us to the ground level, though. I think you're wrong, Donald. See how the light reflects from that wall? There must be a turn there. And then on up. Here we go. In the great ceremonial hall above Tarzan and his companions, there is set a scene of barbaric magnificence, of savage splendor. At the far end of the chamber, the regally garbed Atef Suten reclines upon his marble throne. Grouped behind him is the dread Council of Thirteen, headed by the venerable, white-bearded, beady-eyed High Priest, Neshem. Occupying the stone-walled benches round the vast chamber are the nobles, men and women, of our share, silent, intense anticipation. Gleaming golden ornaments set with flaming gems, the short white tunics of the women, the long voluminous robes of the men, all illuminated by the soft, weird incandescence of the myriad blue-flamed lamps. The patriarchal high priest, Neshem, bows low before King Suten. Behold, O king, it is the appointed hour, and thy queen, Tira, hath not yet appeared. It is at my command, Neshem, that Tira remaineth in her chamber. Overlong hath the land of Hesihair and its people suffered under her unruly tongue, her uncontrollable temper. Today, as I warn thee, I take to wife the stranger from the outer world, Helen Gregory. Tira shall no longer be queen of the Hesse Hare. And thy subjects, O king, thou shouldst prepare them for this change in the royal family. Thou art right. I shall speak. Watch, Herbert, Aterf Suten, Ashu, and Tira. <laughs> Seest thou, priestly one? Tira findeth no favor in the eyes and hearts of my subjects. They are ready to bow before a new queen. Let the trumpets sound the sacred tones. Et As the bronze trumpets ring out, the massive entrance doors swing majestically open. Through the great portal step Helen and Magra, richly, barbarically garbed. Behind them, in gleaming bronze chain mail, strides Hakeru, leading an armed military escort of honor. The faces of the young women are drawn and strained. With heads held high, they step across the threshold and stand, waiting. Meanwhile, Tarzan, Tom, and Darno have climbed the seemingly endless stairway with its many twists and turns. Tarzan, who is leading, sees before him a broad landing, literally flooded with the pale blue light. Darno, Tom, 
Hurry, make no noise. Yes, Kiliatarzan. Look. This archway is directly across from the king's throne. Uh, entirely barbaric or magnificent. Good heavens, see there. Just inside those bronze doors, Magra and Helen Gregory. Come on. We'll stop. Wait, wait. Let us remain here where we can see and yet not be seen until we find out what the ultimate meaning of this ceremony is. You have a raison, Tom. He is right, Tarzan. It will do no harm to wait a little. Uh, voila. Suta lifts his hand. Listen. Atan Hakeru. Come forward and escort the two maidens from the outer world to the royal presence. Look at them. Both frightened to death inwardly, yet outwardly calm and cool. Helen Gregory. Magra. Make obeisance before the throne of the Hesi Hare. Atal Hakeru, ascend to thy rightful place beside thy king. Thy word is law, O Sutan. Nesham, O high priest, intone now the sacred word to join Helen Gregory with myself and Atal Hakeru with the woman Magra in wedlock. Let there be sung the anthem of Hesi Haria. And now, O High Priest, perform my sacred office. Stop! That's enough! Come down, old Tom. Coming down. Hello, move you. Silence! What meaneth this? How come he three here? Hakeru! Knowest thou aught of this? Nay, O Suten, I left them secure in the chamber of Minot, from which no man hath yet escaped. Atan Hakeru, thou liest! Thou art convicted by thine own words, for no one hath ever escaped from the chamber of Minot. Thou shalt pay for this deception with thy life. Nay, O Atef, I swear it. I know not how these three came here. He's telling the truth, Suten. He had nothing to do with our escape from your pet cat. We found our way out ourselves. And thou camest unharmed through the dungeon, guarded by Yendi, the tiger with the ivory tusk? We came through that tiger's den unarmed, Sutan. But your tiger did not fare so well. He is dead by the hand of Tarzan. Curse! Silence! What sayest thou? Yendi dead? But, but it is impossible. Yendi hath the strength of twenty men. He hath slain for me a dozen giant slaves of twice the girth and statue of this Tarzan. Nevertheless, Sutan, your saber-toothed tiger is dead. Very dead. So. So. Yendi, the great cat of Hesi Hare, is dead. Tarzan of the apes. Thou art in truth a mighty fighter. Yet Tarzan kills only in self-defense or in defense of his friends. Only in self-defense, thou sayest? <laughs> so, thou art a mighty man in battle. <laughs> well, thy great strength, O man of might, shall be put to the test. Now and here. Take care, Tarzan. That savage is planning some impossible trial for you. Just give the word, mon ami, and we will show him how three men can die. Wait, Darno. Helen Gregory, take thy place in the Queen's royal chair. Magra! At the feet of Helen Gregory. Shall we, Tarzan? Do as he says, until we find out what's going to happen. Come, Helen. We have nothing to fear now. And now, O Neshem, tell thou this mighty fighter the decree of the Council of Thirteen. Tarzan of the apes, it is the decree of the Council of Thirteen that thou must meet in battle 
Gorom, the savage leader of the sacred tribe of talking apes. Church, thou hast killed one of Gorom's band. Two others thou hast made helpless with thy rope. Gorom hath twice the strength of any member of his tribe. He desireth to taste thy blood. Those apes are terrible. Wait. Shand! Gorom! Shand! He got no Tarzan! From the pit in the center of the great chamber, there clambers forth giant Simeon. The brute is half again as large and ferocious as the others Tarzan has seen. The monster's face is contorted with black rage. His thick lips are drawn back, revealing great fighting fangs. Do you understand anything he said, Tarzan, other than your name? Two words. Fight and dead. Out of the way, Dono. Here he comes. With great hairy red arms swinging, the savage brute charges Tarzan with an air-splitting shriek. You're tuning in to Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater, presented by Phoenix Media. Tarzan and the Diamond of Asher. In the great ceremonial hall of the Temple of Ma Chu, the Artef Suten and his council of thirteen are preparing to unveil the Hesiherian talisman, the father of diamonds. Round the walls of the vast chamber are seated the Hesiherian nobles. Helen Gregory and Magra, to be married respectively to Suten and Hakeru, are brought in. They stand before the high priest with the Artef and his favorite as the ceremony begins. Tarzan, Darno, and Tom have escaped from the chamber of death and rushing into the vast hall stop the ceremony. Suten pronounces the dread decree of the Council of Thirteen. It is that Tarzan must fight the greatest of the prehistoric talking apes. The ferocious brute, a fearsome monster, climbs out of the pit. Swinging forward clumsily but swiftly, the hideous features contorted with black rage, the brute roars out his challenge. Back down! With another blood-curdling scream, the ape approaches Tarzan and thrusts out its hairy arms, trying for the bone-crushing embrace which spells death. Oh, no, 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 no
With the speed of Sheeta, the leopard caught and aside, turns. His fist crashes out and catches monster squarely on the jaw. The huge brute pauses, stunned. Tarzan whips out his knife. He is bigger and stronger than all the others. As Arnold shouts, the shaggy ape with bleeding fangs bared rushes forward. Tarzan crouches low, awaits the charge. As the huge beasts come close, the ape man springs straight into the embrace of those great arms. The deadly knife flashes once, twice, again. Killed deep into the awesome monster's heart. Before the hairy arm can close about him, Tarzan slips out of their crushing embrace. He fires a great bat. A muscular, broad arm encircles the mighty throat, pulls the great head back. Back! Once more, the keen blade sinks home into the jugular vein. A fountain of dark blood wells up from the death wound. Slowly, the ape sinks to the marble floor. One last muscular convulsion. The giant hulk is lifeless. Not mine, Magra. Now, Sutan, we'll talk. Verily, O Tarzan of the Apes, thou art a mighty man in battle. I would that thou... Mon Dieu! Look! Tira! With a great military escort! And do you see what those men before her are carrying? The father of diamonds. Helen, Magra, come down here with us. Tarzan, that woman is wicked. I feel it. There is much trouble in store for us. Silence, Magra. Else Tira will hear thee. Okay, men shot. March you. Cat! Silence. Then, thy day is done. The people of Hassihair have seen the golden disc in which lieth the father of Diamond. They know it is now mine. With it, I become all-powerful in the land of the Hassihair. Today is an evil day for thee and thy friends, and for me, Tarzan of the Apes. Why, Akeru? The Atef was a just, though stern man. This woman, Tira, hath a black heart. I fear for thee. Beneath my rule, the land of Hesse Hare shall prosper greatly. My word shall be law. Thou art mad, woman. The story of the rulers of Hesse Hare stands written in the priestly books. Never hath woman ruled alone. <laughs> I shall cause to be burned the sacred writings. Senatu Aki Hetepu Kesta. Surround these men and women, God. Well, Lassano is right, Tarzan. This woman has an evil eye. So long as she offers no harm to Helen and Magra, we'll wait and watch. Look, God surrounding the king. This Tira seems to be in earnest. Until I have decided what thy fate shall be, Suten, thou shalt be prisoner in thine own chamber. Thou darest not. The people of Hesihair will rise against thee. Not while I hold the father of Diamond. But the council of thirteen. They remain loyal to me. Is it not so, O high priest? Answer, Nakem! <laughs> and so thy lost prop is taken from thee, O mighty king. Nashem, here is my offer to the council. Ye will retire to your chamber. I grant ye one hour to make your decision. Either ye serve me or the deep minds. Go, and take your former king with ye. Let him hear your decision. My gods, follow. Thou shalt pay for this, thou traitress. The ancient gods of Hesse-Hair shall curse me. <laughs> why do these guards surround us with drawn swords? I place the diamond in your hands. You promise to let us go. I'll keep your agreement. And so I shall, Tarzan of the Apes. But there is much to do in this land of the Hesse-Hair. My people come first. He must be patient. Oh, I don't like that, Paul. She's worse than a dozen, Sutan. It is enough, my darling, that we are together. Never again shall they take you away from me. Well, let her have her way now, Tarzan. As Dano says, we are together. 
and we can afford to wait a little. You will be given quarters where you will await my word. And see that we get it soon, dear aunt. At the appointed time, you shall have an escort of honor to see ye safely to the jungle's edge when she came. Hakaru! Aye, my queen. Thou, Atan Hakaru, art in charge of these strangers. Thou art responsible for their safekeeping and their comfort. To hear is to obey, O daughter of the sun. Where shall they be lodged? In the Tower of the Sun. <laughs> See that their every comfort is attended to. Aye, Otira, it shall be done. Where is this Tower of the Sun, Hakeru? On the outskirts of our share, Tarzan of the Apes. You may see it from here. I certainly don't see that woman. And I don't like the sound of this place we're going to. Tower of the Sun. Alors, ma chère, do not look for trouble. We are all together, and that is worth more than any hazard we may possibly have to face. Pas, Tarzan? Yes. By the way, Hakeru, we are to remain together in the same place. Uh, all in the Tower of the Sun, yes. Do you know, Tom? Still puzzled over the fact that these strange people here in this extent of volcano speak such good English. Yes, I have often thought of it. Hatero, how is it that the Sutem, Tira, and the high priest Nu came to learn such ancient but excellent English? A score of generations ago, Atantom, there descended upon the land of Hezi Hare a great famine. Hundreds upon hundreds died, and those who remained were walking skeletons. Mm, it sounds like a tale of ancient Egypt when the waters of the Nile failed. The Atef of that day was a young prince. His heart was sore, and his spirit troubled, for he was a goodly youth. All prayers to Mart Shu, the father of diamonds, were in vain. The priesthood, helpless. The rain came not. When he talks, Paul, it's just like listening to King James' version of the Old Testament. Listen. At last, the young Atef, Fato, determined to brave the wrath of the gods, to break the immutable laws of centuries, to journey outside the sacred valley of Tuanbaka. The noble youth made his way to the edge of a great, boundless lake. He entered a house that moved across the face of the waters. He must have felt as you did, Tarzan, the first time you set foot on a boat. Fato came to a country called Angloland. He prostrated himself before the Atef of that country, who was a man of good heart. He sent Fatal back with much store of wheat and grain and strange foodstuffs. He must mean the king of England. Heaven knows how many years ago. And so the famine was lifted, and there was peace and plenty in the land of Hezi Harriat. From that day to this, a few of the royal house and one noble in each generation have learned to speak this strange tongue in honor of Fatal and the Atef of Angloland. I'd like to have known this, Beto. You and he would have understood one another, Tarzan, without the need of words. Is that the tower, Hakaru? Just ahead there? Aye, Helen Gregory. That will be thy home. For a while, at least. It's not as high as I expected. Well, here we are. Open the door, Hakaru. We come first to the chamber of the men, O Tarzan. The maidens will rest in the rooms on the floor above. I don't like that idea, my friend. I obey the order of Tira. Here is the chamber. Enter, O Tarzan. But where are you going, Hakeru? I return to the temple, after I have seen the maidens to their quarters above. As soon as I may, I shall come back with news of what had occurred. Hark thou, Paldarno. I have not told Tarzan that this chamber door may not be moved from within. But be not uneasy on that score. 
He may have my word that I shall return soon. Tarzan trusts you, Hakeru. And so he may. I owe him my life. Helen Gregory and Magra follow the Hesiharian noble up a flight of circular stone steps to enter a comfortably furnished chamber above that occupied by the three men. As the door closes upon Hikaru, young women turn to examine their new abode. Below, in their quarters, Tarzan calls to Dano at home. Home! Dano! Come out here! Tarzan? What have you found? Ah, an open circular court. Ah, those walls are at least 20 feet high and as smooth as glass. And see how they curve in at the top. Oui, je vois. I, I do not like this place, mes amis. It is too much like a prison yard. Look up there! Above us on that iron grating! Above the three men, on an open iron grating which juts out from a window of their chamber, Helen and Magra stand gazing down into the little court. From high above them, there appears a number of ghastly flying things. Giant sword-billed pterodactyls. The ungainly monsters swoop directly down upon the two unsuspecting defenseless women. Magra! Helen! Get back inside that room! and previous episodes of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater wherever you get podcasts or by visiting phoenixmedia.us forward slash Silver Age Heroes. Join us again, same bat time, same bat station for another presentation of Silver Age Heroes Radio Theater. Excelsior!